this is Prophecy Now. I'm Liberty, your host from Spirit Move Ministry. Let's just jump in and talk about times and seasons, prophecy, everything that God's doing right now, and what we need to be preparing for. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Liberty from Prophecy Now and Spirit Move Ministries. It's awesome to have you listening here on Prophecy Now podcast. I would like to remind you of our Dream Talks deal that we have going on right now. I have an eight-session Dream Talks e-course that I have for sale through spiritmoveministry.co. You have received the first session for free here on Prophecy Now. I would like to offer two coupon codes for those who are Prophecy Now listeners. The first coupon code is PROPHECY10 with a capital P. This will be 10% off either Session 1 or Session 2, basically Dream Talks 1 or Dream Talks 2. Each have four sessions. Or you can bundle it and use the coupon code PROPHECY15 to receive 15% off the bundle of Dream Talks 1 and 2. I hope that you guys will take advantage of these discounts and be blessed by the e-course. And it's awesome to have you as a listener to our Prophecy Now podcast. Hey guys, it is Liberty from Spirit Move Ministries. And as usual, very excited to be on with you today. And I'm about to release a prophecy. It's times and seasons. Um, A vision that I received on February 3rd, and so I've just been sitting on it. Um, The day that I I received it, uh, that day I had staff meeting. I released it to my staff because the Lord's like, uh, they need to hear the word right now. It's very important for them to hear it. So sometimes they will hear things before it ever goes, you know, viral, public, whatever you want to call it, um, out to all you human beings, okay? And so, um, so I've just been sitting on it since February 3rd, the last two or three days, he keeps pestering me and he's like, Liberty, you got to do the vision of the glass, uh, word is you've got to do it. If you've been following me for a while, you know, I've done several words based on, he gave me a vision of a glass wall being shattered by a hammer. Okay. And so as I was deep in prayer, he gave me this vision and as he took me into it, then he begins to show me all this stuff in the spirit. And, um, I had that one. Um, uh, I had the one of, of him, uh, breaking. He gave me a vision of the empty glass jars. Okay. I'm not going to go into all that. Um, but just to let you know, the kind of theme, he kind of runs in a, 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 one, two, three, four, five parts of different visions he gives me. And then he moves on it's glass and it's brick. And then it's whatever, you know, water, um, uh, it's storms, it's rain, it's snow. And so if you've been following me for a while, you know that we've done a lot of the glass. And so, um, in different forms. And so like kind of to, uh, you can go back and find these on here on the, the YouTube channel, um, and look at all the old, uh, content and you will see it. Um, but basically it was, he gave me a vision of empty glass jars and, uh, it was over and over and over. And in your mind, you're like, what could that possibly mean? Jesus is super creative. And so way more creative than we can even imagine or fathom. Okay. And, um, basically he said, you know, I'm about to deal with the empty jars. Basically it's, uh, the empty works of my people, the empty works in the body of Christ. Okay. We're like having the situation over here. Um, the empty works in the body of Christ, um, all the things that are being done that are religion that I'm not pleased with. They're taking up space, but they have no value. They're not getting the body of Christ anywhere. They're not going to participate in all the work that he wants to do in the end time glory. And so then it was the hammer smashing it was the next vision. 
And it, he, and he basically said, I'm about to smash that I'm about to crush the jars that are basically empty. They're taking up space, but they have no power. There's no power in them. I'm about to crush them. And then the glass wall, um, the hammer hitting the glass wall. And basically he said, there's a wall of deception up. And many of you guys, man, that, that word was so powerful. Many of you were so blessed by it, the wall of deception. And so what it is, is, um, basically he gave me a vision of a glass wall and, uh, he said, because it's see, because glass is see-through, you, you don't see it. It's invisible. But there's actually a wall there that has to come down and it's what blocks his, his pe people's view, but they think they can see because it's glass and they can see through it. But it's actually, if you go to touch it, there's a block, there's an actual wall there. And so, um, that one blew my mind. I mean, everything he speaks to me blows my mind. You guys, um, the way he reveals stuff to me, the visions, uh, the dreams, everything, it blows my mind. Like he, he, he never loses his creativity. And so, um, but I've had many ones about the glass. And so tonight is about, it's another form of the glass and, uh, it's going to blow your mind. It, it's going to blow your mind. And, um, the Lord, if you go back through all my words, you will see in, Hundreds of different ways he's trying to tell everybody the same thing. He, the shaking, cleaning you out, the sifting, the wheat and the tares, get rid of Egypt. So um, it's not just, and you guys, it's not that he wants to repeat himself, but he's going to keep making a point until y'all get it. Okay. Till everybody gets it and they recognize Basically, this is what's happening right now. Focus on what's real. Don't be deceived in the end times. And focus on what he needs you to be focusing on. And so that's what all these words are different forms of him helping you see um, how heaven sees things. And how deep and revealing that he is. And he is so, so creative, you guys. He, there's... I can't even, I can't tell you. He'll give me a vision and literally in my head, I'll be like, how can that be a thing? And then it turns into this big old prophecy. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then it reminds me of these three dreams I had two weeks before. And I'm like, oh man. And then the dots start connecting. And I'm like, this is, and then, you know, being the person that's receiving it and feeling it in the depths of the spirit can be really hard for us sometimes because we're just like, man, there's so much inside that we carry as prophets, especially if you are a prophet that majors in dreams and visions and he, he's very active with the seer and the, and the visions and all that. Um, it's a lot, you guys. We carry a big load. So for those of you that, that, you know, are like, oh, you know, whatever, whatever. No, for real. It's a huge responsibility to be me and to be any other prophet who, who gets on and is a person that gets on and warns the body of Christ. Not everything is a warning. Sometimes it's, there's encouragement. But what I have found is even when he gives me a word that's super encouraging, there's always a little bit of a swat in it. A spanking. He never really lets us avoid the SWAT. So, because we don't, you don't ever get one without the other. And you guys know this. Okay, can you believe it? I have not said any announcements. Do not applaud. I picture some of you are clapping. You're like, she didn't do any announcements. Okay, well, because of that, I'm going to tell a couple of announcements. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Okay, so um, awesome things on the horizon. Um, been getting prepared to put stuff on the calendar. You already know we're coming to Oklahoma. If you did not already hear that, you're under a rock somewhere. So we're going to be going to Oklahoma and we're going to do a revival there two nights uh, geared towards the Gen Z's and the youth. And, you know, it's going to be open to everybody. Um, but the first night will be geared more towards 
the Gen Z's and the youth, and I will be releasing a dream and a prophecy I received for them, in particular, that generation, and be doing an impartation of fire. The next night is just going to be regular revival fire night, and, and anyone, everyone, it's just going to be a glory-filled, we'll have healing, deliverance, um, I believe miracles and signs and wonders are going to break out. Um, in California, we had uh, all the seats, the floor was covered in silver and gold dust. Um, ain't, you know, people were finding angel feathers all over their faces. You know, it was just, there was a lot of glory manifesting and angelic activity. And our expectation is, is that's what's going to be happening. Well, it always happens. Um, and so we're going to have a glory filled time in Oklahoma. Also, um, some of that international stuff that I'll be doing. Um, I have not ever spoke this yet, but the Lord... Um, how I know when he's preparing to take me to a territory where I'm being given authority in the spirit to go there and prophesy and do warfare or displace principalities or whatever he tells me to do because I'm a sent one. And so I go and when I get on the ground, like Ruth Heflin, I release what he tells me and it shifts the atmosphere. And that was actually prophesied over me that, um, uh, that's where I'm a higher level glory carrier and with a similar anointing of Ruth Heflin, where when I go places and I've lived in Arizona, Texas, and Florida. So, um, beware all of you. If I were to ever live anywhere else, it would be, could be because I'm coming to, uh, break open some things and I love, I love doing it. It's an amazing ride with Jesus. Um, but when he, when he starts giving me dreams and visions about other countries that I've not been to yet, I know he's going to send me there. And so I began having dreams and visions about Dubai. And if you don't know where that is, it's like, I always have to go through there everywhere I go in the Middle East. And so when I do crusades in Pakistan, when I, um, traveled to, I don't know if I went through there when I went to Israel, but, um, coming back and forth from Israel, but, um, uh, it's, it's a very normal place for people to pass through on the Middle East. And so he began to give me serious dreams and visions, and I'm not releasing any of that right now, but I've been in contact with the people I work with over there. Um, another major ministry that I work with, um, and, I told him, I said, Hey, something's, we got to do something in Dubai because the Lord is speaking and I've got to go prophesy. Like he's, I need to go there. We need to set up something. Something needs to happen. And so, uh, we had a meeting last night, um, here in Orlando, they flew in from out of state. Um, but they are from Pakistan originally, but they were, they were in another state. They flew in, they spent four days here, and then we had a dinner meeting. Anyway, so I will be going to Dubai in May, and we are planning a uh, a huge Middle East revival for all the countries because they all have to do connecting flights in Dubai. And so we're going to go there, and it's not going to be like a crusade in Pakistan because Dubai is a different, it's a whole different feel there, you know. Um, there's a lot of wealth there and all that. And so, but we're going to be uh, basically announcing it to all the Middle Eastern countries that we're going to be doing a massive revival there. And um, we're just going to go wreck it for Jesus. And uh, we're going to show that he's the source of all things. And uh, the Lord basically, like I said, woke me up all night with dreams and visions about Dubai a while ago. And this has been in the works, and so uh, we're, we're doing it in May, and I'm so excited um, to go there and do all that he's called me to do um, in the Middle East, because he's called me there. And then um, September and November, I will be in Pakistan doing two more Pakistan trips, huge uh, mass crusades. The last crusade I did, we had 200,000 show up, and so we're going to, we're believing for more, bigger, um, the, the people I'm working with uh, are very well known um, in Pakistan and in, in the world, actually, globally. And uh, um, they have their own TV channel and all that stuff. And so they 
they're believing that eventually we're going to do a million at a crusade in Pakistan. And I'm declaring it, you guys. And so you guys have to hear all this stuff right now. So Dubai and Pakistan are coming, you guys. We have to raise funds for those because we have to pay for everything to go there and do it. And so um, if God puts it on your heart for any of that, uh, we're going to be raising funds all the way until we come to those times of doing any of those things. And um, just very excited about what the Lord is doing. Very excited about Oklahoma. Very excited about doing our Anointed to Win conference, which is based on my book. Um, it's going to be two days of deliverance and then, um, you know, being empowered and anointed to win by the fire, the fire of the Holy Ghost, basically. And so, and then I'm going to be doing a dreams and visions conference based on my dreams talks e-course I have that we're turning into a book and, um, in the process of doing that. And we're, we're going to do a conference, two days teaching. I'm going to be bringing in other people that I know major in dreams and visions and the angelic realm and prophetic numbers and have them join me. And we're going to, it's going to be two days straight of teaching and impartation um, of the activation of dreams and visions and all that. I'm beyond excited for all this stuff, you guys. This year is going to be an amazing year. And I declare that over you, that as he's removing things, and he's pruning and cleansing, it's a must, you guys, that what he's adding to with the open door year, this is a year of the open door, um, amazing things are coming, you guys. If he did it then, he can do it now. The Bible stories that happened are for today, too. And so I'm declaring that over you, amen. Okay, I'm just doing all this really cool stuff before you get a big old spanking. And I have to tell you like it is, okay? So, um, you guys know I love being the releaser. I never liked getting on YouTube. I still am not a fan. And I'm not a fan of social media. Honestly, I would not be on it if I didn't use it for ministry. When I'm on my phone and I'm on it, it's because I'm checking my channels um, typically I have other people who post and they moderate YouTube and they do what we have. I have people that do that, but I'll get on and check. Um, or sometimes he wants me to post something personal and I'll hop on and post a quick quote or a picture or something that he tells me to, but I don't surf necessarily. I find out stuff from my staff. Yep. They'll come and tell me. This is happening. That's happening. I wouldn't know it because I don't, I'm barely on there enough. I don't, I don't surf you guys. And so, um, I don't got time for that. And honestly, stuff like that gets on my nerves really quickly. My spiritual nerves. So I struggle with anything that's not about Jesus. So, um, it just is what it is. So I'm not normal. And uh, Jesus is king. And so, um, and I don't want to be normal. And you're not supposed to want to be normal. None of us are, you guys. The, the whole point of the shaking and the separation and the sifting and the removing Egypt from his people, all of that is, is so that you can be his pure bride and be a ready remnant. Man, because if you're shakable... You are not going to be able to be the end time remnant. Straight up. Paul, you guys, this is a side note, but just enjoy the ride, okay? Paul, everywhere Paul went, he knew he was going to go to jail. He knew he was going to get beaten. And he didn't care. He did not care. He went with joy. Then, and even the disciples, after they left, each town... They would go and they would come together and be like, hey guys, did you see that? We just got whipped, we just got whipped and beaten. Oh man, we just got persecuted. We got thrown in jail. Woo, let's go to the next city and see what happens now. If you ain't that kind of remnant, you're not making it. So he's getting us ready to be the unshakable that we need to be, which is what my mentorship is all about. Training you to be unshakable. 
through humility, purity, um, consecration, uh, understanding the fire of God in your life, being purified, refined, you know, so you can become pure gold for Jesus. And so, okay, are you guys ready? Um, you can tell when I've missed you guys, okay? And um, I do love you guys. And I'll probably be hopping on more again. Um, it's just this, the new year stuff, getting the mentorship, getting the, getting ready for the school year to start. Um, my, my mind is on that stuff, you guys. And uh, just getting all the new year stuff kicked off. There's a lot going on right now. And um, beautiful things. But, uh, you know, anyway, God is speaking constantly. Okay, are you guys ready? Okay, so basically I was deep in prayer and in worship and um, he kept giving me a vision of like a black foundation and um, it just looked like a floor. And so what I wrote in my journal was that he kept giving me a vision of a hammer shattering, hitting the middle of a floor, like like the floor of a house. It, it was just like, bam, like shattering it, but right in the middle. And so as I watched the hammer come down and it, it hit the floor, it looked as though the floor was just the floor. And so it looked like, okay, I'm like right now, I'm looking at the floor. I'm looking at the wood floor in my house. But in the vision, I was looking at a floor, but then God came in with this giant hammer and he hit it. And when he hit it, a whole bunch of cracking happened and the glass crumbled and shattered. And I was like, whoa. And in the vision, you could see that you didn't see it there before the hammer came down. I saw the floor and it looked like the floor. And then the hammer came down and hit it and it was like, boom. There was this thick of a sheet of glass over the ground and the hammer hit it broke it all to pieces and then the glass went flying and I'm like oh man what you know it was like nuts you guys so you can imagine where he's going with this because he's been talking a lot to me for times and seasons prophecy getting you ready deception breaking deception and so are you guys ready okay so I'm about to read the word Probably not perfectly because it's written very quickly in my journal and there might be some sloppiness. Okay, so just get ready. Um, so he gave me that vision and as I sat in the vision and I was just really sitting deep in the spirit and what he was trying to tell me with the foundation, the hammer, the glass, everything. And as I sat there, um, the Lord said, the floors of deception are being broken. <laughs> And I was just sat there in the glory and I was like, whoa. And he said, the floors of deception are being broken. Many of my people have been standing on a false foundation, a false floor. They have stood on ground that's breakable. As I shatter this false glass floor under my people, it will prepare the way for their feet to be on solid ground. A solid ground of wisdom, truth, um, wisdom and true discernment as the false floor is removed. This is what we're watching. We've been watching this easily since 2019. He's removing what's false, you guys. What our lives are, are as the body of Christ, even if you're spirit filled, you can be deceived. Pay attention discern the times. And so there's so much that can be built on what is not even real. At the end of the day, it's not even real. It's never was of Christ. It never was what you were supposed to be dealing with or being involved with or whatever. It's deception, but we don't know. So through the, a lot of the words he's been giving me, it's been a different version a different slant of understanding um, the different ways of deception and how it creeps in and how it looks in the body of Christ. And so honestly, 
We could make movies off of my journals, you guys. Like Bible movies. Like prophetic movies. That would blow people's minds. Okay? And so, um, a solid ground of wisdom and true discernment as the false floor is removed. This glass floor um, that you can see through and is invisible to your human eye. The enemy has been using it as a trick to deceive my people into thinking they're on solid ground. This has been a false floor of lies, religion, um, belief systems, and theologies that are not of me, but are man-made by fear, money, Jezebel, manipulating spirits, working through um, control and intimidation. My people cannot truly become an end-time remnant without this false floor being removed and things built on deception or schemes, the schemes of hell, are dismantled. This is the season you're in my people. I am dismantling wrong beliefs, thought processes, and patterns built by demons and familiar spirits. And the ways of believing based on man-made religion, true free freedom is upon my people so they can have a proper Holy Spirit foundation with discernment and wisdom that my end time remnant must have as the days are short. Allow me to remove all the false floors, my people. Let the hammer come, let it come. And so, you guys, I don't question how he speaks to me. He gives me the visions, and half the time I see them, and for a moment I'm like, what could that even mean? And then, boom, he blows my mind. So here's the thing. Um, deception is deceiving. And so, what's funny about glass, and I've said this in a couple of my other prophecies, what's funny about glass is it's see-through. That's the point. It blocks you from the elements, but you can still see through. So you can be in your house and look out the window. You can still see the sun and all that, but you don't feel it necessarily. You're not getting hit by the rain. The cold isn't coming in. The heat can't make it in because of the glass. But the issue is um, deception works the same way. You don't see it. It's see-through. You guys, I'm getting a glory glow. And I actually put extra powder on to keep it from getting all shiny. But I'm getting shiny. And um, anyway, so I cannot control it. Okay. So uh, the thing is, is deception is deceiving. And in this vision with the false floor, he said there's so many things that have been built incorrectly. And as you know, I don't even know, 2021, I released the word, a faulty foundation. I was out on a prayer drive and I just kept feeling, I'm like, man, Lord, something is up. What are you trying to tell me? And when I got to Prayer Mountain, which was a place I used to go hike when I was in Arizona, um, and I would hike, you know, to the top of the Prayer Mountain and just pray and spend like an hour or two there with the Lord. And so as I was there at Prayer Mountain and I pulled up and I was like, man, Lord, something is up. What are you trying to tell me? And he said, a faulty foundation, Liberty. My church, this is his exact words, 2021, have been built on a faulty foundation. And it might have been the end of 2020, um, but it was in that season during those couple of years. And he said, the foundation has to be completely shaken, broken. Anyone who does houses or any kind of underground knows you have to excavate. You can't build on an old foundation. You can't build on a foundation that's got cracks in it. You can't build on a foundation. Um, that's why if a house, you start seeing weird stuff in the walls or in the stucco, you're like, oh man, they got a foundation issue you know immediately. And so um, the same thing is for the body of Christ. If there's things that have been being produced 
false foundations that are actually not of Christ, they're not going to hold up. And so the Lord needs them to be ruined, destroyed, broken, removed, sweep out the glass, get rid of the false floor so that my people actually have something true to stand on. Because at the end of the day, a false floor is not going to keep you where you need to be to be unshakable, you guys. The floor was breakable. As soon as God took the hammer to it, bam, it shattered. He doesn't want us to be like that. He doesn't want us to be breakable. He doesn't want us to, the enemy to constantly have a way in. Familiar spirits, generational curses, all the stuff that literally we walk in that own us basically before we're saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and we begin to walk out learning to, to reverse the behaviors that open the doors to those things and then cancel things and get rid of them. And so it is key, key, you guys, that we understand that if, if someone can just come up and take a hammer to it and it breaks to pieces, that is not, we're not going to be unshakable. And you know, I am very big on pouring into you to become unshakable. And so that means whatever's going on, it does not matter. You will not be stopped. You're not going to quit. You're not going to um, cave and freak out and become fearful because something you saw on the fake news or something going on in politics that you thought was going to go differently or whatever it is. Um, we cannot be breakable, you guys. What's breakable are the false things. What is burnable are the false things. What's siftable are the false things. We want them gone. We have to embrace Jesus taking them and we have to say, sayonara, bye-bye, false floor, bye-bye, walls of deception, the glass walls. You don't even know because you can see through it. And so just like in the vision, I saw my floor and it just looked like the foundation of the house until he took the hammer to it. And I was like, whoa. And then it was like a big old piece of glass shattered and was busted to pieces. And so we don't want to be the glass. He needs us to be on the true foundation, which is only found in him, which is only found in purity, which is only found in the refining and consecrating fire of the Holy Ghost and submitting to it. Humility, the fear of the Lord. Those are huge, you guys. And so in 2019, the Lord had given me a vision and a dream about the three things that he was preparing to build in his body. I did not know then it was because COVID was going to hit and all this stuff was going to go down. Um, none of us knew that. Well, some of us might have had an inkling. Um, I actually had dreams about it, but I didn't know that that's what, what it was. Um, I just thought they were very way weirder than my normal prophetic dreams. But um, he was already speaking about what he told me. He had given me a dream of this this uh, life-size charm bracelet. And it had uh, three giant hearts on it. And, um, and so then I was like, okay, God, what are you trying to tell me? So then I sat on it for a few days and I'm like, what are the charms? What are the hearts? And he said, um, these are what's required. This is what's going to be required for my church for the seasons ahead. If they are going to become unshakable, he was already starting all the, the prophecies with me with being unshakable in 2019. And so he said, the one heart was, um, basically the fear of the Lord. The other one was unity and the other one was love. And so he basically said, without these three things, my body cannot become unshakable. I have to have a unified body. They have to all have one person purpose and they have to know what they're doing and where they're going. 
They have to all be following my spirit in one accord. In the book of Acts, it said, when they were waiting in the upper room, they were all waiting in one accord. And so you might be like, well, yeah, you know, they were all there. They were hanging out. They were in agreement. No. One accord means their heart and their mind and their spirits were all in one accord. They knew why they were there. Not everybody waited. There was 500, you guys. Only 120 actually waited there and did what Jesus told them to do. And they received the, the fire of God on the day of Pentecost. And so... um. We have to be the ones that are willing to be in one accord. So we can come together and actually fulfill the call. So then those 120 went out and wrecked the world. 120 people, you guys. We have millions and social media. What's our problem? So here's the thing. The Lord's like, when you get too much Egypt in you, those 120, the apostles of that day did not have Egypt in them. They did not care if they died. They were in one accord. They knew why they were alive. They knew the call and the job. And they were in one accord. He needs us to be in one accord. If we're deceived and we're on false foundations and... We think we're good, but we're not. And then Jesus never knew you. I'm not singing that song, you guys, or making it a cheer. It could be a cheer. And, um, but I'm not going to make it a cheer. Okay. I could clap. I could make it a cheer. Anyway, here's the thing. Um, we can't be on a false floor. The fear of the Lord, the love of Jesus. And that doesn't mean Covering sin. Nobody's accountable. It's not that kind of love. It's the love that dies for you. That sacrifices all things. It's that kind of love. It's a love that we've never known. That love has to get implanted in us. Because like for me, if I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. But see, the world is confused. They think if you love them, you'll let them do what they want. That's not love. Love doesn't let you run out in the street and get hit by a car. Love keeps you from running in the street, keeps the child from running in the street because you love them. And so this is a, the love of Jesus. It's a true love. It's not a fake love. It's not a love that, that just everybody, it's a free for all. Everybody do what they want. Nobody cares. We're just going to love you. No, there has to be truth, accountability, purity. And so, um, a lot of what the Lord had been speaking to me about and purity was one of them also big on purity. And so, but the fear of the Lord, if you have the fear of the Lord, it takes care of a lot of that, honestly. And um, so here's the thing, you guys. We're going to get ready to pray here in just a second. We're going to get rid of some false floors. Who's ready? I'm ready. I don't want no fa false floors in my life. I want to know I'm standing on the firm foundation and not because I could have... Think about this. Even if there's this thick of glass across your floor, you could still stand on it and probably not break it. So you think you're on a solid ground, but I don't want to think I'm on a solid ground. I want to know that what's under me, what's guiding me, what's leading me is truth, purity, the fear of the Lord, um, unity, love, all the things that we have to have, not deception. I don't want to be guided by deception. And then all of a sudden, bam, here comes the hammer. And then, and then we're like, oh, I don't understand. No, because you were deceived. And so if you're following the truth, following the spirit, following the cloud, 
you know. So the thing is, is if we're all in one accord with that, we all are, are headed in the same direction um, to become unshakable, you guys. If you're not pure, you're not, you're, you're not unshakable. If there's stuff that can be shaken out and brought to the surface, then you're shakable. And so the Lord has got to get all of that out. And so I've already talked about being a Mary in a Martha world. I've been harping on you guys that for year for years. And so the thing is, we you will have to be. You have to know your source. The source is never going to be your title, your position, your ministry. Oh, because you have a church, or oh, you have this, or oh, you have that. The the bigger global ministry that I have, the more I sit at Jesus' feet, because I cannot do it. I am just the vessel. It's all him. And so he's my source. And the deeper I go, the, the more impact that I make with all that he's called me to do, the more I'm on my face. Because I'm like, help me, Jesus. This is all you. I got nothing. And so, but see, people do the opposite. They think being a Martha and doing more makes them look cool. They feel good, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. What do you got at the end of the day? You've been running a race and then you have nothing in you to finish it. Okay, I'm not going to go into all that because I've already been harping on you guys that for years. But you need to know, that's the end time remnant will need to be a Mary in a Martha world. It's just plain and simple. Okay, you guys ready? Let's pray. Um... Lord, we love you, we praise you, we honor you. In case you're wondering what's in the background, that's my shofar intercession music because I like it. So, um, playing in my house. Okay, so let's pray, you guys, okay? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just praise you, we glorify you, we honor you. And Lord, we say, forgive us, Lord, if we have failed to recognize uh, the need for more truth less deception. Lord, we repent for not, not recognizing and discerning the times. I don't know if you're guilty of that, you guys, but the thing is we have to be humble and we have to repent and be like, oh man, I have not been discerning the times and I'm so sorry, Lord. I have not been paying attention to what is actually going on around me, what is going on in the body of Christ, what, what my part is um, as a soldier in the body of Christ. And I'm sorry, Lord, we're sorry. Lord, we don't want to be on a false floor. Man, I can feel the glory. We don't want to be on a false floor. We want to know we're on the sure foundation, Lord. So God, we ask you, we give you permission right now to take your hammer to every false thing in our life, Lord. Not just our false floors, but our false beliefs, uh, false religions, um, Whatever, false, false, whatever's false, whatever's not of you, Lord, we give you permission this day and we say, oh man, take the hammer to it, Lord. We don't want nothing to do with anything that is not true, Lord, that is not right, that is not of you, that is not pure, that is not holy. We give you permission, take the hammer to it. Just hammer it, hammer it, Lord. We say, hammer it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Please take it, Lord. Please take it. Take every false thing, every glass wall, every glass foundation, um, anything, empty glass jars, anything we have in our life taking up space that is a waste. Crush those things, Lord. We give you permission. We say, here's the hammer. Take it. And Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We thank you that you care so much about us, that you send the prophets. I'm thankful for the prophets, even though I'm a prophet, you guys, that you send the prophets to warn us ahead of time, to speak to us, to prepare us with your word, Lord. You guys, me receiving the word, I, it blows my mind, you know, because I'm nobody. I'm little Liberty that got radically saved. When I was 17, I'm still there. That's still me. 
And I've never come away from the beauty of all that. And so, um, man, Lord, we don't want to be deceived. We want to be able to know that we know that we're not doing empty works, that what we're doing, you are pleased with what we're doing. And Lord, um, if we have failed in putting you first, it changes now. And we give you permission to take the hammer to all the false things and get them out of our lives, Lord. Bring in the broom, crush them, let's sweep it on out, let's clean house. Lord, we give you permission to do that. And Lord, we, we thank you, we praise you, we honor you, and we love you for your word. Um, here's the thing, guys, here's the disclaimer. You already know, and, and you expect me to tell you this, the devil doesn't leave easily. He doesn't stop his tactics easily. In the end times, he's ramping up his game. When you go to another level, new level, new devil. It's just the way it is. That's why you must live from his presence. You must live from the glory. Live from his word. You have to, you guys. Because you have to have... Jesus knew everything to battle the enemy when he was tempted and after all those days of fasting. He had a word. He was like, nope, nope, nope. And he could have just smited him crushed him like a bug. And so, but what he relied on, we rely on. But we can't do that if we don't have any, if, if, if there's none of him found in us. And so we have to have something to pull from. But you need to know if you're doing that and you have something to pull from it, stuff's going to happen. Stuff's going to come. Don't be freaked out. I'm being real with you. We're in the end times. There's going to be losses, but they're not losses. They're a gain. And Paul was very clear. Oh, Lord. Anything that I'm not supposed to have is not a loss. It's a gain in Christ. Man, I can feel the glory. It's a gain in Christ, you guys. And so, when he gets rid of the false, you're going to feel it. It might hurt. It's going to stink, you guys. I'll be real with you. Because most likely when he crushes those things, it's going to reveal people. It's going to reveal just things that you thought were true and real and right and a firm foundation and they're just not. But he's got to separate the wheat and the tares. The sifting is, is upon us, you guys, and it has to happen. It has to. We're in the, I mean, and you've heard me say this, this is an era. This is this 10 years is a major time of cleansing. He is mucking out some stuff. He's not playing games. And the true ones are going to get through it without being burned, burned out. And you know, as I say, those who are already on fire don't get burned. If you've already let him consecrate you, if you've already let him rip you to shreds, I know you're thinking, well, that doesn't sound fun. It's amazing. I'm very happy to be stripped. It's all for him. It's all about him. It's all about what he's called us to do and our mandate on earth for the end times. And we have to be ready for it. And so um, we don't want anything false, but it doesn't feel good in the crushing, you guys. The crushing does not always feel good, but you need to know, be ready for it and embrace it. And I know that people think I'm nuts when I'm like, embrace it. I've lost people close to me, team leaders. I've lost leadership, people in leadership in my ministry because they cannot handle. What's your answer? The joy of the Lord. Yeah, but this, this, and this, no, the joy of the Lord. The devil can take nothing from you that unless you let him. He cannot take Jesus from me. He cannot take anything from me unless I give it to him. And so my answer is the joy of the Lord is your strength. The peace of the Lord is not of this world. You can be in the middle of a storm and be unaffected in Christ. 
It does not mean your house won't be flooded. It does not mean a window or two won't be broken. It does not mean you, there ain't going to be a prodigal show up. It does not mean this false thing isn't going to reveal something really ugly over here that you didn't want to see. But God needs you to see it now. But it's how we react to these things, which is what helps you decide if you're shakable or unshakable. Are you going to let it crush you and destroy you? Or are you going to allow yourself to be crushed and in that weakness made strong through Christ? Amen. Okay, I love you guys. Man, I've just been having longer, longer videos. And you know what? I'm very glad because... Um, Especially when I'm not doing a lot of preaching in between. I have stuff coming up and I have meetings this next week with a pastor who wants me to come speak on Sunday morning and then we're going to do a deliverance conference. And so like I have stuff happening, but man, I could probably preach every day and I could prophesy easily every day and tell you like it is and not run out of things to say. So, um, and it's not because I'm wordy. It's because the Lord has a lot to say and he wants you guys to be ready. You guys, he wants us all to be ready and he is always speaking. Amen. Okay. You guys, I'm going to let you go. Um, let him take the hammer to all the false things. But remember disclaimer, when you give him permission to do that, watch out. It could get ugly, but in the most beautiful way. Amen. And amen. Okay, I love you guys. Spiritmove.global. You can register for any of the stuff we have. The Oklahoma event is free. Hey, if you feel like flying out to Dubai, it's only a 14-hour flight. You could do that, and you could come hang out for our big Middle Eastern revival we're going to do, shindig we're going to have out there. I'm just saying. Um, okay, you guys, you're awesome. You're amazing. And I'm going to go because I'll just keep rattling and I need to stop. So, um, I love you guys, you guys, what an amazing time to be alive. Amen. Such a time as this. What an honor. What an honor. Amen. Okay. I love you guys. And I am leaving now for real. Bye.